0: When you have a mastectomy, the physical changes can feel overwhelming. The good news though, general reconstructive and aesthetic surgery. Here to tell us more about these procedures is Dr. Joanna Glazier, a plastic and reconstructive surgeon who specializes in breast reconstruction and augmentation at Emerson Hospital. This is the HealthWorks Here podcast from Emerson Hospital, I'm Aileen Ellis. Thanks so much, Dr. Glazier for joining me today.
1: Thank you. It's a real pleasure to be here. So let's start with what
0: is breast reconstruction?
1: Breast reconstruction is sort of an umbrella term that is used to describe the creation of a breast mound or shape in a patient who has had a part or all of their breast tissue removed as a result of breast cancer surgery, whether or not that is a lumpectomy or a mastectomy. The goals of breast reconstruction really are to restore one or both breasts to as normal of a shape, appearance, or symmetry as possible. And this usually involves having a plastic surgeon work in conjunction with both the breast surgeon and the patient to best meet their reconstructive anesthetic goals. Reconstruction is usually performed in different stages and can either be done at the same time as the mastectomy or at a later date and can take up to a year after your cancer surgery to complete Alarmingly, the majority of women who undergo breast cancer surgery may not choose to undergo reconstruction because they're simply not aware or told that they have the option to do so, and others may not have access to a plastic surgeon. And so the goal really for every woman who has a breast cancer diagnosis is to be aware of these options. So
0: let's deal with just breast reconstruction, and I'm defining that as the larger procedure of really filling in the breast. And is that necessary for all breast cancer surgery?
1: No, it is not necessary for everyone, and not everyone who has breast cancer needs a reconstruction surgery. It is certainly a highly individualized and personal choice, as well as something a woman should choose to learn more about or pursue if it aligns with her personal goals rather than to fulfill someone else's desires or to fit a certain societal self-image. So if a woman is relatively healthy, has a positive outlook and realistic goals for restoring her breast or body image, then it will be a good option. And it's important to know that a reconstructed breast will never quite feel or look the same as a breast that was removed, and that it may take some time to accept this new result Uh, Additionally, there will be scars on your breast and potentially other areas of your body, although we do try our best to hide them. Uh, The good news is that breast reconstruction following a mastectomy, whether or not that is performed on one side for cancer or on both sides prophylactically, as in the case of someone who has the BRCA gene, for example, is covered by most health insurance policies. And the Women's Health and Cancer Rights Act of 1998 requires that most health plans uh, cover post-mastectomy reconstruction, and this includes revisions and any future symmetry procedures, including breast lifts, augmentations, or reductions on the non-affected breast. And today, there are so many different options for breast reconstruction that a woman can really voice her opinion as to what she desires, and she can choose what is best for her to complete, uh, you know, what I call this journey to healing after someone has undergone the entire breast cancer diagnosis and treatment.
0: So can a person get an implant at the same time as the mastectomy is done?
1: Yes, they can. So with newer techniques, it's been proven from a cancer perspective to be very safe. And most plastic surgeons are performing direct-to-implant procedures, which is where a permanent implant is placed at the same time as your mastectomy. And this can be either placed above or below the chest wall muscles. And sometimes a piece of extra support matrix, which is called an Acellular Dermal Matrix or ADM, will be used to provide a better outcome for your reconstructed breasts. It's important to ask your plastic surgeon whether or not you would be a good candidate for this. Typically, women who do not smoke have smaller cup breasts, for example, a size A or B, without much excess overhanging skin and good skin quality after mastectomy are good candidates. It certainly decreases the amount of surgery or numbers of surgeries that you would have to undergo, which is all a positive thing.
0: And what about for people who are afraid of implants? Are there other options that you can do instead?
1: Absolutely. So one of the most common types of breast reconstruction in the United States is what we call implant-based reconstruction which involves placement of a balloon-type tissue expander to both create a pocket or a space where the breast tissue used to be. And this allows the muscle and the skin to conform to the newly reconstructed shape as the breast heals from your cancer surgery. This expander is ultimately removed down the line in the second surgery and replaced with a permanent implant to complete the reconstruction. It's important to know that most saline and silicone-based implants in the United States have a very decent safety profile. Most of the cohesive gels that are used today in both the shell and the implant itself are formed stable compared to earlier formulations from the 1990s, for example. We use mostly smooth-shelled implants uh, these days, which decreases your risk of BIA-ALCL, which is a rare type of lymphoma that is associated with textured implants. That being said, some women are not comfortable having an implant in their, in their body as there can be risks of rupture or device malposition. And fortunately, you can choose not to have implant-based reconstruction, which can involve the use of your own tissue to recreate the breast mound. And this can range from rearrangement of the tissues after a lumpectomy, which is what we call oncoplastic surgery, to taking skin muscle and tissue from another part of your body, what we call flap reconstruction, to using your own fat cells from another part of the body to recreate this breast, and that's what we call fat grafting. So a lot of options other than implant-based reconstruction do exist, and it's important to ask your plastic surgeon what types of reconstruction are offered and what to expect, including your length of stay, specific risks involved with each type of surgery, and your recovery expectations.
0: And now let's go into the other procedure that sometimes happens, and that's the nipple-sparing mastectomy.
1: Absolutely. So in addition to different types of reconstructive options, there are different types of mastectomies that your breast surgeon can perform. And these are all dependent on a patient's body type, the cancer treatments they may receive, including radiation and chemotherapy, and factors like whether or not someone smokes, as well as the mastectomy type itself. So many breast surgeons now perform either a skin-sparing mastectomy or a nipple-sparing mastectomy in order to remove your breast cancer. In the first type, all the breast tissue, including the nipple, what we call the nipple areolar complex, is removed. In certain women, you can remove the breast tissue but safely leave the nipple intact from a cancer perspective. And this ultimately results in a better aesthetic outcome and increased levels of patient satisfaction with their reconstruction. Nipple-sparing mastectomy, because it includes the entire skin envelope and the nipple, has allowed the plastic surgeon to perform certain reconstructive techniques, like the direct-to-implant procedure that we had mentioned earlier. And this allows a patient to receive, as we'd mentioned, their implants at the same time as their mastectomy uh, and minimize the number of surgeries a patient may need. For women who undergo the other type of mastectomy, the skin-sparing mastectomy, they will likely require a nipple reconstruction in the future. Or many can choose to get a 3D tattoo, which are actually quite impressive and phenomenal, I've heard.
0: Now, what about breast reduction at the time of cancer surgery?
1: Yes, and women who are larger-breasted to begin with and who experience rashes under the breast, back and shoulder pain, or bra strap grooving as a result of their larger breasts, they can choose to have a reduction surgery at the same time as their cancer surgery. We can perform this either with oncoplastic techniques where the tissue is rearranged after a lumpectomy to make the breast smaller or in cases of mastectomy, we can reduce the entire skin envelope and create a smaller, perkier breast, so to speak. We can also perform a reduction on the unaffected side that does not have the breast cancer in order to match the reconstructed breast.
0: Is there anything else you'd like to tell us about all these procedures?
1: Yes, I think the underlying message is that reconstruction can be viewed as the final step of your breast cancer journey, what we call closing the loop, and that there is such a large range and variety of reconstructive options that a woman can choose these days, which is fantastic. And as a result of that, every woman who has breast cancer should have the chance to meet with a board-certified plastic surgeon to learn about their options. I think for the month of October, that breast cancer reconstruction awareness is as important as breast cancer awareness itself. And ultimately, myself included, most plastic surgeons really enjoy being able to provide this type of surgery for their patients. And most women who do choose reconstruction are really quite satisfied with their results down the line.
0: Well, thank you so much, Dr. Inglasier, for joining us today. Thank you. It's been a great pleasure. Dr. Joanna Inglasier is a plastic and reconstruction surgeon who specializes in breast reconstruction and augmentation at Emerson Hospital. For more information on breast cancer, visit emersonhospital.org forward slash breasthealth. Thanks for listening to Emerson's Health Works Here podcast. This episode is part of a series on breast cancer. Make sure to catch the next episode by subscribing to the Health Works Here podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts can be heard. I'm Aileen Ellis. Thanks for listening.